For the first time in what feels like a long time, the Blue Jackets lost a game, and I'm not super mad about it. So we're going to talk about that today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news, stories, game recaps, previews, prospect talk, uh, all of the above, and more about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. So if you haven't hit subscribe over there, then please feel free to do so. It helps you out. It helps me out. Everybody wins. I also got to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. And uh, where this episode is going to start is uh, with a recap of the game against the Predators because. Yeah, the Blue Jackets lost, but it wasn't all bad. Um, in fact, it was probably one of the better games that they've played. It was uh, worlds better than the game they played against the Rangers the night before, which was good. I wanted to bounce back game, and I kind of got that. Um, unfortunately, the the goaltending in Nashville is uh, is doing good things, which is extremely annoying and frustrating, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, Kevin Lankin made 39 of 40 saves. So sometimes a goalie just has a game. Um, I want to talk about the goaltending uh, in a bit, but um, I also want to talk about, as you've guessed it, the ice time. Um, Because the thing is, Brad Larson is doing the thing again. Um, Gus Nyquist scored a second after the power play expired, Ken Johnson and Emil Bemstrom were both on the ice. Bemstrom got the primary assist on Gus Nyquist's goal. From that point on, neither Bemstrom nor Johnson saw the ice again. They didn't play the last 11 minutes of the game after being involved in uh, tying the game up. Or not tying the game up, but but breaking the shutout, scoring the goal. They had a goal. Um, they had one goal to make up, and the Two of the guys that were involved in scoring the first goal just did not get ice time. Um, and also, in terms of confusing ice time, um, the, the 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 split was not super egregious this time. Um, I mean, it it is what it is. We're going to go into that in a minute. But um, with the last kind of 90 seconds of a game. Usually when you want to pull your goaltender, you want your best players on the ice to try and score a goal to force overtime at least. No, no, no. The Blue Jackets decided, or Brad Larson decided, um, that the best players to have on the ice at that point in time were Sean Corrali and Eric Robinson, who then, shockingly, got pinned in their own zone, meant that they couldn't pull the goalie until there was about 35 seconds left. And they didn't score, shockingly. Um, they didn't allow an empty net goal either, but they also did not score a goal. So this is kind of where where I'm at, is at this point in time, I just kind of expect those guys to be on the ice. And I don't know, again, if it's confirmation bias, if it's, if it's because I'm paying attention to it. It feels like it's every other shift that they're out there. Um, I will say, 
in terms of Mathieu Olivier, he also didn't play the last like 12, 13 minutes. Um, so he also got benched, which I didn't expect. He only played 10 minutes overall, which again, something I didn't expect. Crowley played 14, Robinson only played 13. If you're not going to play them like, and okay, so in fairness, this is about more along the lines of kind of the ice time that I expect from him. I still think Crowley is getting a little too much, but Blue Jackets took penalties. They're big penalty killers. Um, Robinson played three minutes. Sean Crowley played just under that. 14 minutes is still a little bit high, but it's kind of more in line and it's less, you know, the fact it, it's less oh, Eric Robinson leading the entire team in ice time. Um, so it, it, I'll allow it. It is what it is. On the flip side, Ken Johnson has gone from playing that top line center role from playing 18 minutes to playing 947. Um, Emil Bemstrom got 815. Uh, Marchenko has apparently ingratiated himself with the Blue Jackets. Uh, he played 1544. Um, but that line is good. That line is getting things done. And it's annoying that they're being not not criticized for it because I don't even think they're being judged for it. They just they're not getting they're not getting the right they're not getting the nice time. They're just they're not getting it. And it's it's this is a conversation that we've had, I feel like, a billion times. I feel like we've had this conversation literally every other episode of the podcast for the past like month. If you're not gonna play them, do something else with them. And it's especially it's especially annoying on the back of Ken Johnson, uh, who played well at centre. He played well in that one C spot. Boone Jenner's come back, and he's immediate. Johnson's immediately been dropped to. Um, he played fourth line centre for a game or two as uh, Cole Sillinger was scratched. Um, Cole Sillinger played fourteen sixteen and was fifty percent on faceoffs. By the way, three shots on goal in that game. Um, so a, a, a good bounce back game from him, um, but. I just, I don't get it. I don't know what, and I know we've we've had this discussion before and they've even had this discussion with Brad Larson and he's like, well, you can't just point to this and that and yeah, the kids are doing well and they're scoring goals, but you have to be patient with them. And I'm like, but this is not being patient with them. Like if you were being patient with them and, you know, using this as a teaching moment and okay, they made a mistake. Here's why you can't do that again. But that's, that's not what's happening. They're just not getting the options. They're not getting the opportunity. Um, and they're playing less than 10 minutes a game. It's, I don't know what we're doing here. I genuinely don't. And I feel like, again, this is every other episode is me being like, I don't know what we're doing here. What's the, what's the decision? And the decision I think is guessing. I think they're making up as they go along. Um, I just, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. It's, it's. Man, it's so annoying. It's so frustrating. And there isn't really an option here that's that's anything but, hey, just keep doing what you're doing and hope for the best. And, like, at this point in the season, the season is lost. But you should still be trying to win games. And it doesn't feel like we're doing that. And it's really, really annoying. Um, On the flip side, something we're going to talk about in a minute is uh, something that's been been good for the last little run. Um, we're going to talk about goaltending, so we're going to do that in a minute. But first, I've got to tell you about Bet Online because uh, it's the number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there, from football to basketball to baseball, which is coming back soon, to the NHL to soccer to 
I don't know, NASCAR or lacrosse or golf. They've got it all at Bellify.net. If you love sports podcasts and have been listening to Lockdown Blue Jackets, I'm going to go send the assume that you love sports podcasts. You can find those at Online as well. They are the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information. So, hey, the Ducks are in town tonight. If you want to put some money on the Blue Jackets, maybe finally being the favorite in a game, then you can do that at betonline.net. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. So let's talk goaltending because uh, the past the past little while, it's been, it's been doing okay. Um, Tarasov was really good, I thought. Um, unfortunate. The first goal was, it was, it is what it is. Um, just a, a really, actually the first goal I feel like was just a complete defensive breakdown. And then Cody Glass got really lucky with it. Um, the second goal, again, it, it happens. Um, unfortunate, but I don't really put either of these goals on Tarasov. He ended the seat, they ended the night with a 9 2 9. Uh, made 23 of 25, excuse me, 26 of 28 saves, um, 23 of 25 on the power play. It just so happened that Kevin Lankin had made 39 of 40 saves, including he went 12 of 12 on the power play because there was one power play where, contrary to everything I've learned about the Blue Jackets on the power play, the Blue Jackets had seven shots on a one power play, on a single power play. They had, I believe, uh, three power plays, Overall, five shots split between two of them and seven on one. I think partially that was because um, Patrick Lyonet just decided that he was going to shoot the puck literally every time he had the puck on his stick. He had 10 shots that night. But um, so Tarasov, really, really good game. Um, He is a guy that I feel like the Blue Jackets have. The Blue Jackets, I feel like, don't super know what they have with Tarasov. It feels like he's a guy that's kind of just come out of nowhere. Um, and it's been kind of a breath of fresh air. He was really, really good in a very small sample size last season. In this season, again, he's continuing to impress. Um, kind of been in and out of the lineup, uh, obviously, with Pasalo uh, and Merzlikens having some injury struggles, being away from the team for personal matters, uh, being away with illness, things like that. Um, Tarasov's kind of been up and down. Um, he is on a 908 at the minute this season, which, considering he's 2-1, and one, is uh sorry excuse me he's two nine and one um in the the 12 games that he started allowed 37 goals in those games so you know he's doing really well and the team is just not supporting him in that and again i guess that was a really good example of it uh not last night the night before against nashville where he made basically as many saves as he could um 26 of 28 Still got the loss, um, and that's kind of been that's kind of been the, the story of his season, especially. So the last two games he started uh, were not great. Um, excuse me, the last game. So he started January seventeenth, a nine two nine. Ended up going on in relief against Chicago. Uh, allowed one goal on five shots. Um, which, sure. Uh, uh, no, excuse me. He allowed four goals on uh, 20 shots. So I believe he got pulled in Chicago, which seems about right for the way the season is going. Uh, didn't play super well against Philadelphia. Uh, got the loss there. Uh, Dallas had a 970 and still lost. Um, so it's 
I don't know, man. It's he's doing really well. I worry about his development a little, but for the first time in what feels like a long time, um, and there's something we talked about again after the game uh, against the Rangers with Elvis in net. I'm not worried about the goaltending as much right now. Um, I am way more worried about the fact that suddenly they've forgotten how to score goals. Um, two goals in the last two games. Um, I don't know, man. It's every time you figure out something that's, that this team doesn't have to worry about, something else pops up and you're like, oh, hey, now I have to worry about this. So right now, not worried about the goaltending, which is great. I would love to not be worried about the goaltending. Um, I'm just worried about basically everything else. So we'll see. Uh, they're playing the Ducks tonight, which they genuinely could go one way or the other. We're going to talk about that in uh, just a minute. Uh, we're going to talk about how the Ducks are doing, how the Blue Jackets are doing, and uh, if anyone will win this game or if it will just be a show of mediocrity from literally everyone involved. First, uh, are you looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories? Then you have got to try a Built Bar. No, if you've listened to the show for a while, I love Built Bar. The whole network loves Built Bar. Um, we just go through the holidays. I know my goal is to eat a little bit healthier this year. And if you are like me and uh, you are kind of a gremlin person who exists on like cereal and chicken nuggets, then uh, Built Bar is for you. With Built, healthy is tasty. They are so good that you won't think that they're good for you. And that makes them perfect for your New Year's resolution. They're covered in 100% real chocolate, so they taste and look exactly like a candy bar. They come in great flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. Um, they do built puffs, which are kind of softer and marshmallowy. They're my favorites. They are only 130 calories. They have four grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. And for years, we've been talking about ordering them online, going to built.com and having to wait. But now you can just go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club. Pick up a four box of cookies and cream or double chocolate or coconut puffs from Walmart. Or uh, if you're close to a Sam's Club, you can go in and grab a 13 bar box with brownie butter, brownie butter and churro. And uh, it's as easy as that. You can thank me later. So let's talk Anaheim Ducks because I feel like they are one of the only other teams that are as just dire as Blue Jackets this season. Um except the Ducks were supposed to be bad this season. So what's going on? <laughs> um, the Ducks are 12, 28, and 5 versus the Blue Jackets, 13, 29, and 2. They are 3, 6, and 1 in their last 10 games. They lost a game just the other day. They're on a one-game losing streak. The goaltending isn't doing what it needs to. Basically, no one is scoring the goals that they need to. Um, they have... Troy Terry leading the way. He's got 36 points in 45 games. Trevor Zegras has 35 points in 45 games. Uh, those are their, their big hitters. Uh, Mason McTavish, the rookie, has 27 points in his season so far. Um, going to be gonna be interesting. Um, Trevor Zegras, three goals in his last five games. Line A, three goals in his last five games. Six points in his last five games. That's going to be the matchup, I think. Um... Troy Terry and Trevor Zegers are the ones to watch. Um, they've got, actually, you know, that top line in, in general is is one to watch. The defense isn't quite there. Um, they're missing Jamie Drysdale. They're, they're young, great defensemen. Um, and so their top line, their top defense pairing at the minute appears to be Cam Fowler and John Klingberg, which is a, sure is a couple of defensemen. Um, like I said, the goaltending, not getting it done. But it could it could get interesting. 
Um, again, it's kind of a battle of the basement for basically all of the stats. The Blue Jackets have moved uh, are 32nd on the power play, 18th on the penalty kill, 25th in face-offs, uh, 30th in goals for per game, and 30th in goals against per game. On the other side, the Ducks are 28th on the power play, 30th on the penalty kill. So, hey, maybe this is the time for the Blue Jackets to get the power play going. If there ever was a time, it probably was against the Ducks of all teams. 27th in face-offs, and then 32nd in both goals for and goals against per game. So, this feels like a game that the Blue Jackets should win. Maybe not comfortably, but it feels like a game that they should win. Of course, you all know what this means, and it's that the Blue Jackets are probably going to lose this game because they hate me specifically, and... Blue Jackets, uh, they've been doing it less this year because they've just been losing every game, basically. But the Blue Jackets love to lose a game that they should win and win a game that they should lose. So it'll be interesting to see um, if they come out and they play the game that I know that they can play, then it should be an easy win. Easy win. Um, Like I said, Elvis is looking much better in net. Um, Maybe Corpusala will be back. I haven't heard anything about uh, Corpusala. He's away due to personal matters at the minute. So, who's who's to say what could happen? I guess, in terms of predictions, it's gonna, it's either gonna be like the most lackluster two-one overtime win that you've ever seen, or it's gonna be just a disaster seven-six win. Like that's that's kind of where I'm sitting at the minute, and I don't know. I might like go down the middle and say it's gonna be four-three. I think the Blue Jackets win because I've bet on the Blue Jackets every game so far in 2023, and I don't want to break that streak on January 19th. But I think the Blue Jackets win. Um, I think it's a home game, so my money's on Johnny Gaudreau scoring the opening goal, because why the heck not? And I think it's just going to be a real messy game. I'm expecting lots of penalties. I'm expecting lots of scuffling. I'm expecting dubious goaltending on both sides. I know I literally just did an entire segment on how the goaltending doesn't worry me at the minute, but if there was a if there was a game where the goaltending was going to be lackluster, obviously it's going to be against the Ducks, because why wouldn't it be? Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, it's At this point, I'm like, you know what? This is the battle for Bedard. They might as well lose. Um, I believe Anaheim is, in fact, above the Blue Jackets in the standings. The Blue Jackets, last I checked, were sitting all the way in... 32nd, yep, they still are, uh, 28 points, Anaheim has 29 points with a game in hand, uh, with uh, one more game played, so if the Blue Jackets win this, they will jump up to 30th in the league, if they lose it, then uh, they will stay where they are. (laughs) I will say one thing of note is uh, the Anaheim Ducks have a goal differential of minus 85 right now, which is just... Man, that's that's just so bad. And I know the Blue Jackets are, you know, not far behind at 61, but a, mi- a minus 85 feels real bad. Um, now that I've said that, of course, the, the Ducks are going to come out and score like six unanswered goals or whatever. It's it's fine. Um, Blue Jackets are going to win this game. It's going to be 4-3. It's going to be a good game. We're going to enjoy it. I'm going to manifest that. Um, that's all, kind of all I've got for today. Uh, tomorrow, we will be joined by uh, Locked on Ducks host, Jason Hernandez, uh, we're going to be talking about this game, the battle for Bedard, all kinds of fun things like that. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. 
Thank you once again for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. Also over on YouTube, you're never going to have to get behind a paywall to listen to a Locked On product. Enjoy the show. Enjoy your day. Enjoy the game. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.